Hey there, Ravens flock. Welcome back to Baltimore Talk, the weekly podcast giving a recap of every Baltimore Ravens game from now to postseason. I'm your host, Anthony Propes, and I'll be giving you everything you miss, plus my own personal thoughts, opinions, and analysis. Yesterday, we witnessed the unfortunate game in Week 15 against the Cleveland Browns, and I don't know what to say else about it. Like, we all... We we saw some really bad things. We saw some very surprising things that we never thought we'd see ever in the history of life. And we had some, I, I don't even know how to describe it or what to say about it, honestly, when it comes to how the game was played. But we'll get through all that, starting with the opening coin toss, with Baltimore winning the opening coin toss and electing to defer. As we all know, that is the smart and the right option, as usual. Always elect to defer the phone when you get it in your favor. And that coin, it was in Baltimore's favor, but the game was not, unfortunately. So, starting things off, on the first play of the game, it was a first and ten. On the first play, Cleveland did get a gain of five. Then on the next play, on second and five, they are stuffed and stopped at the line which was very nice. Our defense, it wasn't on point like it usually is, but they had some pretty decent moments yesterday, I'm not going to lie. It uh, it was a really interesting game, I won't, I'll, I'll be frank. It was, it was a battle, but it was not one that went in our favor. So on third and five, a pass is thrown, and it is incomplete. So on the first set of downs, Baltimore forces a three and out, forcing the Browns to punt for the first time yesterday, which this being a Saturday game in Cleveland, Baltimore's not used to the snow. We played in a game that started snowing halfway through, and we're not used to that. So I have to blame a little bit on the weather conditions of throwing off Baltimore's game. It was cold. The ball was not able to get gripped by hands. So I will say that. I will give them that. But it is now first and 10. Demarcus Robinson, he had the ball but fumbles at the 15-yard line, and it ends up going out of bounds for a loss of seven. So now it is second and 17, and it is a handoff from Tyler Huntley. And honestly, I believe it was J.K. Dobbins who got this one here, if, if I remember correctly. So that one put us and gave us an extra eight yards. So now we are on third and nine, and it is unfortunately an incomplete pass to Mark Andrews. But there was pass interference on Cleveland. So we luckily, we might have missed it, but we did end up getting the first down anyway due to pass interference. And with that pass interference, that led, like I said, led to a new set of downs. Because if not, we would have had to punt the ball away. But now it's first and 10. J.K. Dobbins, the man he is, he got six yards on that, which was so spectacular. See, him and Gus Edwards yesterday, they were the men yesterday on offense, really running the show. It was great to see. Because now it is second and four, and Gus, the bus, he carries for a very good amount of yards, and he ends up getting the first down. He ended up running for six yards on that play. So now... Now it is another new set of downs. It is first and 10. Tyler Huntley, he ends up having to take it himself, and he goes for only three yards. Nothing crazy. But J.K. Dobbins, he gets a spectacular 16-yard run, and he ends up getting the first once again. Now it is first and 10. Again, Dobbins, they were just feeding this man yesterday. Let me tell you, they were just feeding him like it was a Thanksgiving dinner. You know what I mean? But on that play, he ended up only getting three, so... It is now second and seven. He ends up going for another six yards, which is absolutely beautiful. But he stopped just short. So now it's third and short. Gus Edwards, he 
almost gets across, but they didn't end up giving it to him. It looked like he got it from the naked eye, but after watching the replay, it showed that he did not make it across that plane and move the chains, unfortunately. So now it is fourth and one, and Patrick Card, he is stopped just shy of the line once again. So this forces a turnover, giving it back to Cleveland. The first turnover of the day from Baltimore. Now back on defense with it being first and 10 for Cleveland, first play of the drive, they end up converting and getting first one, getting a first down. Then on the next play, another first and 10, Nick Chubb, he ends up gaining seven on this one. And then Deshaun Watson finally able to play after missing half the season due to his entire thing happening. But even with all that being said, he's still a great ball player, so it is nice to see him out on the field. I wish it wasn't against us because it would have been nice to catch a victory, but it is what it is. His, on his play here, he ends up throwing an incomplete with only 5 minutes, 34 seconds left in the first quarter. Now it is third and four, which I don't know how they got backed up a yard. It didn't really make sense. Like That was just being a little weird. But now it's third and four, and the Browns do convert on first downs. Now it is first and ten, but... Adolfe Owe gets a beautiful stop here, and that was absolutely nice to see after they only gained a yard. So on the next play, it is Marlon Humphrey who gets a stop after on second and nine after they get a gain of eight. And our, like I said, our defense, we had some good moments. We had some good things going on. But now it is third and one, and again, the Browns do convert. And... After that, they just they were just running all all over us. I'm not gonna lie to you. They were really doing things that we know how to take care of and know how to stop. But that is neither here nor there. I just, we we all see things differently. Us as fans, us as the Ravens flock, we all see things differently. We all see things that we think could have happened or shouldn't have happened. But it is what it is. Because on the next play, first and ten, Njoku from Cleveland, he ends up getting the first. Then Kyle Hamilton on the next play, beautiful, beautiful. He really stepped up yesterday, and he ends up getting a nice quarterback sack on Deshaun Watson and ends up dropping them back for a loss of 17 yards. And then on the next play on second and 17, they only gained two, and that is how you end the first quarter. And I'm not going to lie, that sack really helped us out on defense. But if I had anything to say about the first quarter... It wasn't a great one, honestly. We didn't, it, it's 0 0 at the moment. We haven't done anything crazy or spectacular. Only really good thing was J.K. Dobbins getting that beautiful 16 yard run and all those carries he had to just run it. But we, uh, we really didn't have things going for us like we usually do. That one was, uh, that was a, it was a lackluster quarter. I know it was, for, Second game of the day, it was 4.30 on a Saturday, which we're not used to playing after having a short week. And it just, I don't really know how to describe it off the top of my head per se. You know what I mean, Ravens flock? It uh, it just, it, it was uh, it was an okay quarter. We didn't, there's nothing crazy on, honestly, either side of the ball. It just a couple first downs, moving the chains and having to get rid of it. That if one turnover each, one from a punt, one from a forced turnover on a four and one. But that's about it. Nothing too crazy or spectacular. So let's get it rolling and right into the second quarter. It's now third and 15 for Cleveland. They throw a incomplete pass. 
So now on 4th and 15, they go for the 47-yard field goal attempt, which they do get, now putting them up 3-0 at the start of the second quarter over us in Baltimore. And I hate to see that. We, we all hate to see our team trail. And we usually, up until a while ago, is we, had been, we had been on a four-game win streak and we, yeah, we were trailing by the start of the second, even the end of the first. Sometimes we were tied, but we weren't always. But I feel once we're trailing and we're in the face of adversity, I feel like that's when we really do our best work. So moving on to the next set after the kickoff after that 47-yard field goal, it is now Baltimore's turn back on the field and back on offense. First play of the drive, J.K. Dobbins, he gets the handoff, runs for a meaning 12 yards, a measly 12 yards, a meaningful, crazy 12 yards. Absolutely amazing, absolutely beautiful. Then on the next play, unfortunately, it is a uh, first and 10 and... Tyler Hundley, he is forced out of bounds after a loss of three. He was trying to find his open receiver, trying to find his open man, and he couldn't. And he ended up staying in the pocket too long and dropped back three yards and had to just jump out of bounds. So now on second and 13, it is a incomplete pass to Mark Andrews. And Mark, he's without Lamar Jackson, with Mark usually being Lamar's favorite target and Mark not having Lamar due to Lamar's knee sprain injury, which I believe he should be back next week. I would love to see him come back finally. He's been out for two weeks now. Hopefully he's resting up, getting well, and feeling better soon. But if not, we still have a great quarterback. Tyler Huntley is still a great quarterback. Do not get me wrong. Tyler Huntley is a great backup quarterback, and he's been doing phenomenal the past couple weeks. So I will not tear him down at all. But now on 3rd and 13, Justice Hill, he gets the nice handoff, and he gets a beautiful first down, which it was so nice to see him get that first down. Justice Hill being a being older up there in the league, you know, being at that age where he he himself has said that his body isn't at the same level as some of these younger cats. And it's still nice to see him just be able to do these crazy types of things. Like, Justice Hill, he is definitely a great player. I have nothing bad to say about him at all. He is a beautiful man and a great player. Now, on the next set of downs on the next drive, it is first and 10. J.K. Dobbins, he gets a nice five-yard run. Then on second and five, unfortunately, it is... And even, I'll even say this, on second and five and third and five, it is two incomplete passes to Deshaun Jackson. I don't, he just, uh, he couldn't reel those ones in. Like, I don't know what happened. Uh, He just couldn't get them handled, couldn't get them reeled in. And I wish he did because he really had it going. And it was absolutely amazing because just like him, Deshaun Jackson, he's a great player. He's a great receiver. But Unfortunately, he could not pull those in, so on 4th and 5, Ravens are forced to punt for the first time today. So now, it is 1st and 10 for Cleveland, and it is an incomplete pass, which, no no, no problem for me, no, no complaints. <laughs> now on 2nd and 10, Smith, Roquan Smith, our man, the giant, the beast, the crazy man, he gets a beautiful stop, and this actually is... A loss of one for them. He ends up pushing them back by a yard when he got this stop. So now on third and 11, Justin Houston, he ends up getting the tackle. 
And th this was even better because there was also a, f a holding flag on Cleveland at the same time. So that really added insult to injury for uh, this Cleveland drive here. I'm not going to lie to you. Now it's 4th and 11, and the Browns are forced to punt for the second time today, which no problem, no complaints from me. It is now 1st and 10, and Mark Andrews, he had it, but it did end up getting knocked out of his hands. Like, he had the ball. He caught it from where he was, but ended up getting swatted out of his hands at the last second. So, that was unfortunate for us to see as, again, big Mark Andrews fan that I am because of how amazing he is. Now, it is 2nd and 10. J.K. Dobbins, he gets another carry again today, and he carries that one all the way for 7 yards. So... He is now on third and three and takes the ball from him for himself yet again, and he ends up getting the first down. Now it's first and ten. Gus the bus Edwards. He gets a gain of seven. Second and three. Edwards again. This time he gains 11. And this one, there was a flag on the play. So it added extra yards for us because it was a neutral zone infraction on Cleveland. So not only does Gus Edwards run for 11 yards and we get an extra five on top of that for the neutral zone infraction. So now it is first and 10, new set of downs. But unfortunately, J.K. Dobbins, after he gets the handoff, he is tackled behind the line of scrimmage. And this is a loss of one, unfortunately for us. And we all hate to see loss of yardage. Like it we never want to see – you never want to see negative progress. You always, always want to see forward progress. Now on second 11, J.K. Dobbins once again, and like I said, this man was absolutely the favorite yesterday. He was just getting this ball like it was going out of style. It's second and 11, and he gains a nice three yards. So now it is third and eight. The ball comes loose and is recovered for a loss of a couple, and – so this one here, when it happened, it got the snap, but when it, this was just like last week, another handoff from Tyler Huntley, and it was just not in the right way, and it got knocked out of his hands, and it was a forced out, unfortunately. So on fourth down, Justin Tucker going for a 53-yard field goal, and he does make it, now the score being 3-3 in the second quarter. Now back on defense once again after that beautiful field goal. It is now first and 10 for Cleveland. And Kyle Hamilton, he gets a nice stop after, unfortunately, Cleveland does get a gain of six yards. So on second and four, Nick Chubb, once again, he gets the ball, gets the handoff. But he is stopped just shy of the first down marker. So it is first and three, or not first and three, third and short. I was jumping ahead of myself here, guys. It is third and short. And uh, Chuck Clark, he gets a saving stop after 19 yards because they ended up really running that ball. This one here, let me tell you, this one was crazy. They got the handoff, got the first down, and they were going. But luckily, Chuck Clark, he ends up getting a lucky stop after, unfortunately, they got 19 yards. But it could have been more if he didn't. So shout out to Chuck Clark for getting the great stop here. It is now first and 10 for Cleveland and uh, Marcus Williams. He ends up getting a great stop here, and yeah, they did get end up, end up getting five yards, but it is what it is. It's not, aside from the fact that you don't want to see them get yardage, it's how well they handled that, and they definitely handled that well by getting a nice stop here. So, with that being said, now it is first and ten once again, and the Browns 
in back-to-back succession, they end up getting the first downs back-to-back. And one of those was Njoku, who got the second one. And it was, it was, I don't even know how to say it. I don't even know how to describe it. With Baltimore, like, our defense is usually a lot better than that. And I don't know how to define it, how to say it, but Bal- I don't know. What was really happening? I Personally, I blame the cold. Baltimore doesn't usually play in the cold like that. So I would have to say it was the weather conditions that were really thrown off our game yesterday. Because we're not used to playing in these types of weather conditions. Yeah, I know it's December. Everybody plays in the cold. But this is a different type of cold. You know what I mean? Like, we don't usually play in this type of weather. So we just... We, we just were not on, not us like we usually are. But... That can be changed, that can be rectified, and I see that happening next week. But before we get into talking about next week, we got to get through our current game of the Cleveland Browns. So now it is first and goal here, and Kyle Hamilton, he gets a nice break up here, and he is able to keep them from getting a completed pass and a touchdown. So now it's second and goal, and Tyus Bowser also gets a nice stop. This now hitting the two-minute warning before halftime. And it's now third and goal. Once again, another incomplete pass. And then fourth and goal. Cleveland ends up getting the field goal, now pushing it to 6-3 with them being on top. And again, we trailed going in a half before, and things had turned around. But I really don't know what to say or how to do it here. But it's now first and 10 for Baltimore. We're back on offense. And Isaiah Likely, him too. He... Him and J.K. Dobbins, I have to say, those two, uh, how would I say, those two were the favorites yesterday. Isaiah likely more in the second half, but in J.K. Dobbins the first, but they had an equal amount of uh, their name being thrown out there yesterday, I'm going to be honest. So on first and 10, he gets a beautiful gain of nine yards after a nice pass from Tyler Huntley. It's now second and one, and Justice Hill, he ends up getting the first. And then first and 10, Tyler Huntley, he ends up taking it and had to slide for only three yards, so it's second and seven. And there was an incomplete pass to Isaiah Likely, but he makes up for it on the third on the third down here, it is third and seven. He ends up getting the first. Shout out to Isaiah Likely for this beautiful one. And then Baltimore will take their first timeout of the half right here. And that was only a 30-second timeout. So once we come back from that 30-second timeout, it's first and 10. This, unfortunately, was a high snap and ended up having a flag due to a delay of game. And it is what it is because... It was a high snap anyway, so it was better that we take the delay game penalty, which I'm okay with. Then on the next play, Tyler Huntley, he unfortunately throws an incomplete pass to Isaiah Likely. I wish he had gotten this because this would have given us the first. But it's now second and 15. Demarcus Robinson, he ends up getting a nice pass of six yards and ends up getting up moving the offense up just a little bit. Now it's third and nine, and Mark Andrews, he gets a Big pass. And this one, this really is where Mark got his good, uh, his attention of the day. Because that was, that was something, I'm not going to lie. That big pass, I'm telling you. Like, this big third and nine pass from Mark Andrews was absolutely beautiful. And you, you love to see him do it. So now on the next play, first and ten, Tyler Huntley, he ends up gaining a decent amount of yards. And I w- I'm not 100% sure. I can't remember off the top of my head is they were just running the game and they didn't put up they'd only had it 
first down, second down. They didn't have how many yards till the next one, so I wasn't able to remember exactly off the top of my head. And I apologize, Ravens flock. You know, everybody makes mistakes from time to time, and this just happened to be one of my times. So now on second down, Justin Tucker... After we take our second timeout of the half, because after this game by Tyler Huntley, we end up taking another 30-second timeout. But now on second down, for the first time in almost four years since December 22nd of 2018, Justin Tucker missed a 48-yard field goal right before halftime. And Justin Tucker has not missed a field goal under 50 yards since, like I just said, December 22nd of 2018. We He's led the league in consecutive field goals under 50 yards since that game. And this was the first time he has missed it. And he uh, he had a press conference after the game. And he, you could tell he was not happy about it. Because this it, it is a complete phenomenon that you never see happen. This is one of those things that you just don't see happen. And... It, it it blew my mind. I I don't even know what to say or how to think about that because that that's how they ended the half, going six three, us trailing by a field goal, and this one would have put us up. But the weather, the snow, the wind blowing, that is what I personally believe is the reason why he missed it. But it is just absolutely blew my mind to see him miss this, and I don't even know how to think about it or what to say about it but all I have to say is uh with it now being halftime us about to start the third quarter in a little bit I I don't really know what to say like it it wasn't Baltimore offense or defense like it usually is honestly like my halftime thoughts I don't really know what they are I I don't know what to say because it's just not Baltimore offense or defense like we see it. Like, we usually see better playmaking and better play calling from our team in, on both sides of the ball, usually. We usually have better offensive schemes. We usually have better uh, defensive series. Like we And we have been. Like I said, we won the past four games in a row. So, I don't know what happened. I don't know what changed. Like, did this... This was not Baltimore like we know and love. And believe me, I love Baltimore. Have for 10 years now. And I will continue to love Baltimore till my last day. But this was just, I don't really know what to say or how to think. Like, yes, that missed field goal from Justin Tucker never happens. Don't know how it happened, but he already kicked himself enough for that for everybody. He beat himself up enough and... As he will say, because I will play it afterwards, he felt that one on him personally. But just it, it was uh, it was not a good first half, and unfortunately, it it transpires in the second half. I, I really don't know how to say what to do, what to think. Like th- this was one of those Baltimore halves that is usually a better one than we usually have, and. I uh I really don't know what to say or what to think. But this but just I, I honestly I don't know folks. So with all that being kind of said, we're going to push it now into the third quarter, starting with Baltimore having the ball, like I said, we won the coin toss, so we will 
be receiving the ball at the start of the second half. It is now first and 10, Justice Hill. He gets a handoff and gets a gain of three yards. Then on the next play, second and seven, Demarcus Robinson. He gets the first down. J.K. Dobbins, a great run of 24 yards. Now it's first and 10 again. Dobbins, once again, back to back. This time he gets only five yards. Then on the next play, second and five, Gus the Bus Edwards. He gets a nice first down. Then first and ten, he, Gus Edwards, now this time only gets a gain of one. Then on the next play, second and nine, we gain three yards. Third and six, Tyler Huntley, he had to take it himself this time. He ends up getting the first down, and he ended up running that himself and getting out of bounds. But then on the next play on first and ten, unfortunately, he is dropped back for only a loss of three yards, which, like I said, you never want to see negative yardage. But this was another one of those times. So now it is second and 13. Dobbins, he gains three. This was a great one because it's J.K. Dobbins. I... I I don't even know how to sing this man's praises any harder or any louder. But now it's third and ten. This was an incomplete pass to Devin DuVernay, who also was kind of quiet yesterday on the offensive side. And there were two flags. There was holding on Baltimore and a neutral zone infraction on Cleveland. So these two offset themselves. So it'll repeat third down. But this time there was an interception in the red zone. We are in the red zone on third and ten. And there was an interception thrown. And... This is the only one of the day, but it, it definitely stung a lot that this one happened. And Tyler Huntley, he was not happy about it when it happened either. You could see it on the replay on his face. He was very upset that that happened. And so was I, honestly, because I hate to see my team get intercepted. But it's now first and 10 for Cleveland, and it is an incomplete pass, luckily. Then on the next play, it is second and 10. And they end up getting a gain of three. And that, boy, th this is where things really started to turn around. Because on third and seven, unfortunately, there was a face mask penalty. And it was on Marlon Humphrey. And he had a beautiful sack in the backfield. But with that face mask penalty, that really messed him up and took away his great play. Which... Yeah, you could see it, but, like, it, it wasn't, like, it It was kind of more of, like, a slap than a grab. So, you kind of could let it go both ways, I guess. But, unfortunately, they had they gave him that face mask penalty, and I was very upset, as I'm sure a lot of you were. It, uh, it was not a good one yesterday. I, I don't even, uh, know how to keep saying that, unfortunately, because... Baltimore, we're better than that. We know this. Baltimore, we're a great football team. We have – actually, you know what? Before I say all that, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that after. We'll, let's let's get through the second half. All right, folks. So now it's first and ten once again, and Cleveland, they do get another first down. Then on the next play, they throw an incomplete pass, unfortunately. Well, unfortunately for them, not for us. It, uh, it, it was definitely nice to see them – mess up a couple times so now on second and 10 they go for a very long pass and do convert so now it's first and 10 cleveland gains five yards second and five they are stopped just short of the first down which is nice so now it's third and one they don't end up getting it and then they decide to go for it on fourth and one and they do end up getting it surprise surprise now, first and goal, the Browns, they get a gain of four yards. Second and goal, they get a pass, and that one is incomplete, thankfully. So, but 
On third and goal, they end up getting the touchdown, and it is now 13-3 to with Cleveland leading by 10. And unfortunately, this was... <laughs> This was a bad one. I, I was so upset to see that. It's now first and 10 for Baltimore after that Cleveland touchdown. And Demarcus Robinson, he gets the first and is pushed. And the ball is punched out of hand and it is turned over. And th this one, they literally just got back on offense. The first play of the game, Demarcus Robinson gets the ball. And as soon as he runs with it, it is stripped right from him and it is turned over to Cleveland. Second turnover of the day from Baltimore, or third technically, two forced. Well, technically, yeah, two forced technically, and one was in a pick in the red zone. And this, like I said, this was not Baltimore offense or defense yesterday. But now on first and 10, Cleveland, they go with their first play and is now a gain of eight. And it, I don't even know how to say it, Ravens flock. This, this game breaks my heart. We we'd had the better record. We beat Cleveland in the beginning of the season. Granted, that was only by a field goal, but we still beat them last time. So it... Uh, it was a tough one, and just thinking back on it already, 24 hours later, it still hurts. The pain has not gone away yet. We haven't gotten the start of the new week yet, so it uh, is it's it's a tough one. But I'm going to continue to give you this recap in case for those who missed it, because I don't want you to miss out on anything. So now. On second and two for Cleveland, they throw an incomplete pass, and then there it is now third and two. And on this, they end up getting the first down, but there was a holding flag on Cleveland, so that was good for us. And that pushed them back to third and 12, and then Deshaun Watson is sacked in the backfield once again, and I believe that one was by uh, Kyle Hamilton. I believe that was who got that sack. I don't personally remember off the top of my head if someone wants to maybe leave a comment or... DM me on Instagram or on Twitter or Facebook or whatever. Wherever you happen to get the notification for this, you can just tell me off the play because this was in the middle of the third quarter when Deshaun Watson was sacked. So it is so nice to see that. We love to see quarterback sacks from our defense. We love to see them take care of that. But now it's 4th and 12, and Cleveland is forced to punt once again for the second time today. Thankfully, we forced them into a punt, which was very nice. Now back on offense for Baltimore. The first play, J.K. Dobbins busts and runs for 35 yards. 35 yards. This man gets a handoff, and he just breaks through the line and just runs, and he goes. And this was absolutely beautiful, absolutely spectacular to see. Then on the next play, on first and 10, Devin Duvernay, for the second time today on offense, tries to get the ball, but unfortunately that one goes nowhere. Then on the next play on second and 10, Gus Edwards, he gets a nice short little run of four. So now it's third and six and second time today that Mark Andrews tries to get the ball, but it's incomplete. And I, everybody's been saying and questioning and wondering, well, if Lamar's still hurt, are you going to target Mark? And John Harbaugh has said, we're just doing what we feel we can do. I think that they haven't been targeting Mark because... 
with Tyler Huntley and Mark Andrews not having that type of team chemistry like that, yes, they have chemistry because they're teammates, obviously, but they haven't built up that quarterback tight end relationship like Mark and Lamar because when you think of Lamar Jackson as a quarterback, you think of Mark Andrews as the tight end. And with Tyler Huntley, lately we've been seeing him give handoffs to J.K. Dobbins or we've been seeing him hit Isaiah Likely in previous games. So we, I personally believe that. I don't think Mark Andrews is going to get the love and the recognition like he usually does until Lamar is back in. And with us only having three games left in the regular season, we're just trying to win out and trying to beat the Bengals and win our division. And and with Cincinnati winning today, it uh, it's kind of going to be it's going to be hard for us to win the division now because we're now nine and five. I believe that's what our record is. Actually, hold on. You know what? I, I'm actually incorrect about that. That is not what our record is, actually. Actually, I was right. With us having a 9-5 and five winning streak now, it or a 9-5 record, I should say, not a winning streak, because our winning streak was broken. I kept saying that we had a four-game winning streak, and I was incorrect. But with that, we have one game... With Tampa Bay, we have with them one over. They're now nine and four after tonight. We are nine and five, and we're just trying to beat, win out, and win our division over them. And we will see them in a few weeks. We will be seeing Cincinnati in a few weeks. So we just got to try and get things done. But it's, it's. I don't even know if we'll have Lamar back or if we're gonna see Mark Andrews get favorited in the last. Uh, three games of the pre- po- uh, regular season before playoffs. And as long as we win the next three games and hopefully get things done, because we'll see Cincinnati in the last game of the year. Then we play Atlanta next week and Steelers after that. And we just gotta we just got to win out the division to get to postseason. But bef- before I get to the end of that, after Mark's third and six incomplete pass, it is now fourth and six. And on a 50-yard field goal from Justin Tucker, it is blocked. The first time that I remember in the past however many years that someone has actually been able to block a Justin Tucker field goal. In this one, he was really angry. He took his helmet off. He slammed it. Justin was not happy. And everybody understands why he wouldn't be happy. I was not happy. I was damn near surprised. I was... I was shocked, honestly. I was shocked. I was shocked. It, it was it was absolutely insane to see Justin Tucker get a field goal blocked because no one's ever good enough to do that, especially not to him because he's a great ball player. But on the next play here, after that happened, it is now first and 10 for Cleveland, and it is an incomplete pass. And then on second and 10, there was a delayed game flag, but it was right before so they end up snapping right at the zero and somehow there was no delay a game and they end up gaining three so now on third and seven Deshaun Watson he decides to take it himself and slide for the first down which he does get now on first and ten they get a gain of four then on the next play on second and six there was a loss of a yard but Calais Campbell was hurt with the knee injury and he was questionable to return and I don't believe he did return for the rest of the game and I believe that he will be inactive for a few days, but hopefully he will be back next week. And we're just going to keep it rolling here. I'm not going to even break it up to go into the fourth quarter. We're just going to roll right through right near the end. We're just going to keep it going. So now on third and 11, 
because I don't understand how the the way they broadcast this it is so weird how they just put up the wrong numbers because it went from second and six and a loss of one to now third and eleven, but on third and eleven uh, they are stopped. So after after they get a gain of nine, but now on fourth and two they go for the, a field goal and they miss a thirty eight yard field goal, which I understand because like I said weather conditions permitting and all that it was uh it was a bad day i'm gonna be honest the weather the snow was not really helping out anybody yesterday but now on first and 10 baltimore we end up going offsides and that's fundamentals day one is know the snap count learn the snap count and i really don't know what to say or what to think so it's now first and 15. Devin Duvernay, he gets a beautiful 10-yard uh, pass. Th- this one was absolutely great. So w- with that pass, it is now second and five. And Mark Andrews, but this is where he got his just dues. This is where things got better for him because he gets the first down on this play here. And with that first, it was absolutely nice to see and I like I said, I am a huge Mark Andrews fan. He is he's absolutely amazing. So now on the next play here, it is first and ten. Demarcus Robinson he gets a beautiful gain of six yards. Second and four is an incomplete. Unfortunately, from Tyler Huntley, this one was on the route to Isaiah Likely, but that one he couldn't reel in. So now on third and four, it is another incomplete pass to Mark Andrews. And then here on fourth and four, we decided to go for it, which I'm not sure why, why we decided to go for it, which is such an awkward thing. Like it's fourth and four. I personally believe we should just kick the punt or kick the field goals. I believe we were in range for it. So with that being said, I think we should have just let it go instead of trying to go for it. That that's one of those decisions that we shouldn't have made because that's another turnover because that on fourth and four was incomplete to Prochet. So now on first and 10 for Cleveland, they get a gain of six. And after that, it is second and four. They end up gaining three. Third and one, they're stopped just shy of the first. And now fourth and one, they end up diving over and getting the first down completion. So now on first on their next set of downs on first and 10, they end up getting a gain of eight. Second and two, they convert. First and 10, gain of three. Second and seven, Patrick Queen finally getting his name out there for the first time today. He gets a beautiful stop and a stuff at the line after only a gain of one after they inch their way there. So now it's third and six. Deshaun Watson, he is dropped back. He's dropped back a decent amount of yards too. So on fourth down, Cleveland, they end up missing the field goal again. This is the second field goal they missed today because they were too far back. I believe it was a 43-yard field goal attempt here, and it it was the weather. I got to say, it was the weather conditions, and we're in the middle of the fourth, almost near the end, too. So now on first and 10, Tyler Huntley, he has dropped back, and that is a loss of six. So now on second and 16, he's dropped back once again, this time for a loss of two. It's third and 18. Mark Andrews, he gets only five. We take a timeout. It's fourth and 13. We get an incomplete pass. First and 10, Cleveland gains six. six, Second and four, Cleveland, they end up converting. They hit the two-minute warning. Then on 
after that, after the two-minute warning, it's first down, it's first and ten, second and ten, third and ten. They end up kneeling the ball, and they end up winning the game. And this one here, it uh, it was tough to see. I'm not gonna lie. It uh, it was a low-scoring game at that, but it was a low-scoring game we did not want to see. It, it was a low-scoring game that we ended up losing. And we all know we hate to see Baltimore lose because that's our team. That's that, that's the team we love and the team we rep every day. I know I rep it every day. And with it being a 13-3 loss for us, I uh, I don't really know what to say. It it just it just wasn't Baltimore like we usually do. And in some of these post game press conferences, it uh, it really gave some clarity. On what really happened, I know John Harbaugh did speak on some things. Justin Tucker, Tyler Huntley, Roquan Smith, Marlon Humphrey. They all spoke on some things that we need to get done and some things that we really need to execute. And the first little clip I am going to play is Justin Tucker here speaking on his field goals and such and what he feels about it. What is your philosophy on not letting one miss turn into two? How do you do that? Uh... I think you have to I, – I, I, let me just – let me backtrack and just answer that by saying every kick in, is unique in and of itself. Um, you know, so approaching any kick with the mindset uh, uh, where you're thinking about another one, whether it's, you know, the potential game winner or a kick that you missed earlier in the game. Um, you know, for me, approaching any kick with any with a mind, any mindset other than this is the kick that I need to make in this moment in time, uh, that's just you know doing myself and my teammates a disservice. So, um, you know, did I happen to miss a couple today in a row? Yeah, I definitely did, um, and I did. When we go out there and we put points on the board, we make the kick, and today I missed two. I just happened to be back to back in a tough environment with tough conditions. Um, but the only thing that you know we can do as professionals is uh, you know try to learn from you know what happened on a previous kick, um, and then you know treat the next one as its own unique entity and you know uh, make it for, uh, for for what it's worth in that moment. And that's just the type of guy Justin Tucker is. Like like I said, he missed some field goals tonight he, or yesterday technically, and he he owns it. He understands that not every time you're gonna make that kick, everything is just gonna not fall into your lap the way you want it to. Like he doesn't go in a mindset with that things need to happen the way they did or things need to go the exact same way like everything is different everything is unique and he understands that and that is what makes him a great leader in the locker room that is why even though like he said they lost yesterday that they understand what they need to get done and that when they get points it's a team effort when he gets points it's still a team effort there is no I in team and that's just the type of man Justin Tucker is but John Harbaugh during his press conference and his post-game interview he also had some very good points to make as he will speak on them in just one second as he just him being the head coach knows what needs to get done and he just he speaks on it a lot better than I ever could so I'm going to let John Harbaugh speak on that Tonight, but I mean, it's been now two touchdowns over the last three games. I mean, it's kind of like what you're talking about. What 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 needs to really change for 
Uh, yeah, I mean, we just have to start scoring touchdowns. I mean, in terms of what really needs to change to your question, but we've got to do things better. You know, you can't turn the ball over. You know, you can't, you can't, you got to run routes uh, the right way uh, to get between defenders and get between the ball. You can't fumble the ball. You know, you got to put the ball away when you're getting up field. I mean, that's just, that's just winning football. Our guys know that, you know, so it starts with that. You know, we've got to, we've got to, uh, we've got to just have a better passing game, basically. It's not a good enough passing game right now across the board to do the things that we're, that we're hoping to do. So now that'll be priority one. Every area can get better at something and certain things, but from an offensive standpoint, that's something that we've got to go to work on, and, uh, and we will. And that I couldn't, I, I couldn't agree more. Like we didn't score any touchdowns last night, and we've only scored a handful over the past three games. And that that's that's really where we fell short. Is we're not lately putting up enough port, points on the board. We're not getting to the, we're getting to the red zone, but we're not getting in the end zone like we should be. And that's the problem lately. That is what's been happening with Baltimore and. We, we can get to the red, but we can't get in the end zone. And yesterday was just another example of that, of where we need to step up and where our areas need to get better. And honestly, I don't even, I don't know what more to say about it. I don't know how to speak on it any better. It's, it's we just need to get things done. We just need to get things handled and taken care of faster and better. But... That is how we will go out in week 15 against the Cleveland Browns at a loss of 13-3. to Honestly, Ravens flock, like I said, it, uh, it was a tough game to watch. It, it, was, it was a hard one. It was a tough one. It pulled at the heartstrings for all of us. We all understand that. We all know that. But with that being said, next week we'll be playing at home at M&T Bank Stadium on Christmas Eve. Again, on a Saturday, two Saturdays in a row against the Atlanta Falcons when they come to our house. And honestly, with it being Christmas Eve, we're going to give them a run for the money. It's going to be a 1 o'clock game, so I will probably, I'm going to be honest, I don't know if I'm going to have one next Sunday because next Sunday, to all those who celebrate, will be Christmas. So I might have it done. I might not. I may, it may come out the following Monday on December 26th, but I don't know yet. I'm not sure, but I don't know how many times I'm going to say that word. With all that being said, thank you, Ravens Flock, for listening once again. And even though it was a loss, we all stay together as the Ravens Flock and as Baltimore Ravens fans. I will see you all in the next episode of Baltimore Talk. I've been your host, Anthony Propes. Goodbye.